0: Welcome back to the Insatiable Appetite. I'm Sarah Marion. I'm the director of syndicated research here at the Hartman Group. And I'm here with my colleague, Abby, who's a senior consultant with Hartman Retainer Services. And we are here to talk about our upcoming sustainability syndicated report. Um, Sustainability is one of the kind of our longstanding Hartman Group areas of expertise. We update our data every few years. We go out into the field, see what's different with consumers, what's new, what's the same, what's on the horizon. And currently, Abby and I are waist deep in data. Um, The waters are rising around us. (laughs) (laughs) So to speak, um, as we work on this report, and so nothing is final, but we wanted to put out a little bit of a preview for you all, a sneak peek of uh, some of the exciting stuff that we're working on. So um, on that note, Abby, what's caught your eye in the data this year that seems a little different from the past?
1: Yeah, well, it's always really fun to be sort of fresh out of the fields because we go into our studies with some hypotheses about what we're going to hear. True, true. Um, and in each wave for sustainability, we've asked consumers to tell us their views on who's responsible for making mm-hmm. the world more sustainable. And this was just a really interesting area this year because the conversation has really shifted. Mm. Um, so even from 2017, when we last fielded the, the study and with these trackers, those changes can be incremental in the space of two years, but something's different this year. Um, In the past, personal responsibility had a lot more weight. Yes, Um, And and this is sort of in keeping with American cultural values, too. We we tend to be oriented towards the individual, and um, we talk about that as extending to um, this idea that we should be able to choose freely, but on Mm -hmm. the other side of that, it's also that we're primarily responsible for those choices yes. but um this wave we've seen consumers list corporations as responsible in a way that we haven't before oh wow yeah so we see it in the data from our survey so we have quantitative support but we also heard it when we talked to consumers um and and w- in terms of what's going on here um We are sort of deep in that analysis, Mm -hmm. but there were a couple things that stuck out to me. um, And I think they're both sort of underpinned by this idea that the individual can only do so much in the face of the things that are challenging us today. A global Um, problem. Yeah, yeah. So I think there is this sense that um, individuals' role is not just to put things in the recycling bin anymore, Uh that um, part of their role is to make their voice heard by corporations Mm. and the government, and that there's this sense that if an individual is responsible, that they need to have some sort of collective action around these Mm. ideas. Um, And then there's also um, a notion that the companies are really on the front lines of the decisions that have guided where we are today hmm, yeah. in terms of some of the challenges that we face. And I know we see some of those challenges for people as being somewhat abstract mm-hmm. or just very, very complicated. I mean, climate change is one of them, but yeah. there are ways that this really comes to life for people. Um, and Sarah, I know we both spent a lot of time talking <laughs> with folks. What are some of the ways that you saw it coming to life?
0: Yeah. So, um, no, that's a great point. And I, I think for me, a big change from the last wave of this is the rise of plastic waste, especially single-use plastics, as an issue. Uh, And I think it's a great representation of um, what you were just talking about, Abby. And and there's this sense, once people understand and see the scope of plastic pollution in the oceans, uh, specifically, and these heartbreaking photos of animals, birds, Mm -hmm. and whales, and fish with their... You know, stomach's full of plastic. All of a sudden they can see this very visible representation of uh, kind of the scale of the problem, the scale of the single use plastic waste problem and the need for collective action to solve that. How little one's individual actions um, can actually affect a big problem like that. and I want to go back to the the change in 2017 when we did the study. No one, not even our corest core person, mentioned the phrase single use plastic, and we heard it from all kinds of consumers this time, all across our, kind of our different segments that we use to uh, show engagement with sustainability. So that's been a big change, and. Um, this sense that uh, not only do we need larger entities like corporations like governments to take action against this that I think consumers also are starting to realize or at least um, perceive that they don't you know they buy they buy the products that they're given but they're not the ones making the plastic bottles for instance and so they need they're looking for companies to really step up and come up with solutions since they're they're the ones that consumers perceive to be kind of in charge of the production of this stuff in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a, a, a really interesting change, too. And I think that the plastic waste, uh, it almost seems like a more solvable problem than climate change because mm-hmm. there's a, climate change is even more abstract, right? <laughs> and it both in terms of the scope and scale and how we do it but it's also like invisible we're talking about gases here whereas this is uh, something that you can see it's something you can individually do something about in terms of putting your plastics in the right spot when you're disposing of them or not buying plastic at all the zero waste movement has also grown since 2017 um, so there and pressuring as you said, pressuring the companies to do something about the products that they create to take more responsibility for waste on the downstream end as well as the upstream end and then governments to you know get in do what they're supposed to do in terms of protecting our protecting our natural resources, protecting consumers because there is an additional kind of health aspect of plastic waste too this sense that mm-hmm. plastic kind of leaches into things and isn't very good for us. Um, so that's one of the things that I saw. But as I said, we're this is a we're in mid stages here, so things are still coming into focus. Um, we have a lot of other interesting insights that we don't have time to get to here, um, but that we will sharpen up as we get towards the end of the quarter. Yeah,
1: we're really excited to continue. Um, talking to folks here about the changes that we're seeing um, and are putting together a report that will be released at the end of September. Um, And that we'll be talking about with our clients in the context of how their initiatives and efforts um, can be structured and communicated. So this will be a really great addition to the body of work that we have on the topic and very, very excited to share it with you all
0: yes and at that point we will also give you more insights into the sustainability report indeed indeed (laughs) so that brings us to the end of this little
1: snapshot of the sustainability work that we're doing but stay tuned and
0: thank you for listening thank you